you know Oscars don't come engraved with the name of the winner. I know, you win get them. to go and watch them do it. <laughs> you would win an Oscar I not for the pride of winning. an Oscar before. You would not want an Oscar to win the prize. You just mm-hmm. want it to watch it be engraved. I should just become friends with like an A-list celebrity and just be able to accept their award on their behalf. Mm, that's a good idea. And then like go. Because I also love public Parties. speaking. Oh. And... And dressing up. Yes. Dressing up and public speaking. And things engraved. Is your cricket going? Yeah, I think Matt killed the cricket. <gasps> Amazing. I mean, fingers crossed. Oh, God. You never now know. that we said that. It's a wily it's little bastard. <laughs> What if it invited its little cricket friends? Don't, don't talk about that. I worry about that. I mean, what kind of a life for a cricket is there stuck it behind my so fridge? It's so loud. It's a loud ass cricket. I, I mean, really hate it. Crickets just are loud. Well, this is it. This is the show. We're talking about the critters living in our um, apartment. Quinn, in what ways are we like glitter? What? <laughs> I was thinking about this on the way. In over. what ways are we like glitter? In one way in particular. Um, we're sparkly. It's hard to get rid of us. <laughs> All that was good. Things. You were saving that I one. I really fucking was. That one went over much better than my Backstreet Boys one. I don't remember that, that. Yeah, well, anyway. Okay. It's okay. I like that you're honest about it. Then I know when I genuinely it's get laughs. It's live feedback. It's live feedback. And you know that it's never, that I never, I would never fake it. Exactly. It's good to know. Um. Anyway, we're back. Your next obsession with Quinn and, and Renee. Renee. <laughs> Both of us, duo, just us this time, no guest. The other day Quinn said to me, New people aren't worth it. <laughs> Maybe that's a pretty fatalistic way to think, but in lines. 2020, mm. I'm investing in my current relationships. I'm not fostering yeah. new ones. And like, what a lesson, you know? What a lesson. It's like, why don't you treat all of your relationships like they're new, like you need to invest, like you need to yeah. learn new things, still keep the sparks alive. Amen. You know? Amen. It's and like, we are sparkful. Like glitter. Like glitter. Oh, Rob. Our friendship is sparkling. <laughs> um, anyway, it is um, my turn to talk about an obsession. An obsession. And I'm excited because as we've kind of been doing, so yeah. I like how this is sort of naturally, organically progressed, that mm-hmm. we like surprise each other with the obsession. Yes, I often force tradition, <laughs> and I'm glad that this is happening organically. I guess it's... <laughs> Or if if it was something you forced, I succumbed very readily. Or I just like am very sneaky and good at kind of just like planting ideas. And I truly don't care enough to try and outsmart. We will discuss this on my episode about how I think I'd be an excellent criminal if I wasn't so afraid of jail. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is like the point. Yeah, it is the point. It is supposed to be you know a deterrent. deterrent. Yeah, from of the crime. I mean, our justice system has a lot of issues. Yeah, it's like only issues. There's like it's very, honestly pretty much only issues. There's very little about it that's not an issue. Um, but that is not my obsession for today. What is my it? obsession for today is something that I know that I have been <laughs> obsessed with for probably a decade. Oh wow! And something that I brought up to you one time, very offhandedly, and you were like, "What? I didn't know that." And so, like, I'm very excited to get into this oh. because. It's like, ooh, actually totes learning something new about each other. Well, color my interest peaked. Um, Okay, so the obsession that I would like to talk about today is mayhaps my nichest. Oh. Which is also exciting, which also means, like, how much time am I going to be able to film? (laughs) Which is why you're really stretching out this intro. How you say, (laughs) vamping. 
<laughs> my niche obsession is with. Can I pause one second? Yeah. Because I just want to. <laughs> just want to interject and say that, like, if there were ever a situation, like a high pressure situation, where one of us needed to vamp for the other person, I really feel like we'd crush it. Oh my you know? god, we would crush it. So I mean, we'd crush it take really it hard. Like in, like in the, you know, like in the Sound of Music when the Von Trapps are trying to run away and the other person oh has god, to vamp for them. You know, they're trying Jesus. to escape from the Nazis, and the person's like, mm-hmm, the Von Trapp family, oh, yeah. right? And they're, and they're like, who? And they're like, oh, where'd they go? And that goes on for a long ass time. No, I would, would do be that for you. Excellent. For the other day, I was leading a production meeting, and of course, the projector stopped working. Ugh. So we just vampy vamped. They ever work? We just vamped away. There you go. <laughs> um, nobody thought what I was saying was funny. So that was unfortunate. Well, but better luck next time. It's okay. Anyway. What is the obsession? The obsession is just vamping. Oh. No, I'm oh. kidding. <laughs> it's not. My obsession is with all things that are engraved. Oh, yeah! You are obsessed with engraved things. <laughs> I am so obsessed with oh. anything engraved. Is, it your co- is your college ring engraved? Hell's fucking yeah, it's engraved. <laughs> It has my name on the inside, it has the year we graduated on one side, it has the name of the school in the middle, it has our specific department on the other side. Wow. Is there any space not engraved? <laughs> no, I fucking filled it. To the, but like in a classy way. Right. It's classy. Classy. Engraving it is always classy. classy. So here is the origin story of my love of engravement. I believe it began mm-hmm. when we played soccer. Mm. And one year... We got trophies. We did. That were, like, probably just participation trophies. And I remember... Although, I do recall us winning a championship Yes, girl, this year. was before that. This oh. was, like, right when we got, like, a teensy tiny trophy because okay. the manager was like, I'm okay. And we had a party at Round Table Pizza. I do. Remember, like, the upstairs area yes. that was for parties and, like, the way it smelled in that carpet? Anyway. I and I remember she handed it to me and it had my name engraved on it. And it was as if the skies had opened, <laughs> and, I, and it, it it is a high that I have chased <laughs> ever since. Ever since. <laughs> anyway, so that was really like when my engravement cherry was popped. The the and Lightning Girls, the Lightning Girls trophy, circa probably like two thousand. I don't even fucking know. Like, like six. Yeah, I was gonna say six or seven. Do you want to do the? Do you want to do the lightning girls cheer for everybody on the pub? Um, absolute. Okay, <laughs> okay we need to do it quietly. <laughs> thunder, thunder, thunderation. We're the lightning girls. Genera- generation. I thought it was delegation. Sure, delegation. <laughs> That's like a big word for what elementary don't, school. Was kids. it delegation? I generation. It doesn't matter. We're the lightning girls. Delegation. When we fight with determination, we create a. Big, oh, big sensation. Yeah, I thought it, I always thought it was sweet sensation. I, I think both would work. Okay, okay, big sensation. sensation. Thunder, thunder, lightning, 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 girls. Woo! Yeah, there we that go. Brings back the memes. A lot of memes. A lot of memories. Um, and then let's fast forward to middle school. Uh huh. And my well, I went to like an elementary middle school, mm. K through eight. Mm-hmm. Um, that I came in in the third grade, as you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, you abandoned me. I know. I'm so <laughs> for Judaism. It was not my choice. <laughs> but I did love it. I loved yeah. my education. For eighth grade graduation, mm-hmm. which took place in a synagogue. Obviously. <laughs> 
Um, we should clarify this was a Jewish day school. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Lest we forget. Lest we forget. Um, and they had two awards uh-huh. that they gave out to eighth graders, which I'm now thinking back on like, hmm, that feels problematic. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm all for recognition, but I'm, I feel like I walk the line between like, everyone should get a participation trophy and mm. like, no, you should only earn it and like what that does to a kid. Mm. But like, whatever, because I won one, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, there was like... <laughs> One for Judaism and one for like art. Wait, so I'm sorry. You get there were only only two awards yes. for the whole eighth grade class. Yeah, the eighth grade class was like forty people, okay. mind and, you. And two people won those awards every yeah. year. One person one for could each. not win both. Correct. Okay. That'd be and like that'd be a lot. That would be a lot. <laughs> and one person won one for just being the best no, Jew. No, that came out wrong. No, 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 no. It was like one of those things because we like did this in my high school kind of too. It was less that and more like did you, like, do a lot of community service? Oh, did it. you, like, live the values that we taught you? Sure. And then the other one was for, like, did you spend a lot of time in the arts? Did you, like, do the plays and do art and blah, 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 so blah. And just, like, a recognition. Funnily enough, I did get that one, uh-huh. which I was fucking very shocked about. I was very confused, but it was very exciting. But I got it for visual art. Yes. That's cool. There was not really much theater. I think my dad was super proud. Um, Yes. I think my parents also, though, like, they've always been the kind of people who are like, we don't care about the accolades. Like, we're just proud of you for doing your best. (laughs) Which was, like, so confusing about all the pressure I put on myself to get good grades. Like, where did that come from? I don't don't know. know. (laughs) Not my fucking parents. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so part of that... Mm is that you get a plaque. Oh! You both get an individual plaque, and then there's also, like, a communal plaque that is up in the, like, foyer lobby oh, of nice. the school. Oh, and it says, like, everybody. Exactly. Nice. So it says, like, every single year. And so, and the girl who won the other one was a really good friend of mine, still is a really good friend of mine, and we, like, often talk about it. And we have a picture of you. We have a picture together of us in front of the plaque. <laughs> From our 8th grade graduation. Cute. Like, we're all, like, dressed up. It's very cute. Um, but that really started my love of plaques, because I was like, this is, like, a whole fucking new world. You can have an entire thing that is just engraved. <laughs> it's not even, like, an object for other purposes. It's just, nope. like, a thing. It's not decorative. It's just a plaque. It just... Uh, every decorative is... I mean, I mean, every plaque is decorative. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. But, like, a trophy is, like, meant to be... Dis- exactly. I guess a plaque is, too, but... Right, but a trophy is like, I don't know, they feel different. Like a plaque is literally just a format for things being engraved. Yeah. <laughs> so I am obsessed. And that felt very exciting when I got that award in the eighth grade. And then funnily enough, that girl and I ended up going to the same high school together and for each other's 18th birthdays. Did you give each other plaques? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And it was good, like, good. and I think we both knew that that's what we were doing, but we yeah. never like officially oh, that's said cute. it. That's cute. And it was so motherfucking cute because that is when I found out, and this launches my next part of my love of engraving, uh-huh. that you can really find a way to engrave anything online. Usually it is not as expensive as you think. Huh. Like the thing about engraving, and I think one of the reasons I love it so much, is like it seems like, fancy, because it's, like, very permanent. It's a special occasion. Exactly. It's, oh, like, when you get engraved things, it's, like, an honor. It's, like, an accomplishment. It's, like, it it, it marks an occasion. Mm -hmm. And 
I don't think I realized how readily available engraved things are. Does that make it feel less special to you? What a great cue. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the answer is yet. Nothing can dull the shine of it your really love for plaques. can. Like, <laughs> I love plaques and all things engraved. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so yes. So we, um, so that was both my love of like engraved objects a la the trophy, and then engraved just like plaques. That is the last plaque that I have received in Mm. many years, Um, but I still have it. It's so cute. We both went like very different directions in the way we did the plaques, Um, but they were still adorable. And like, what a fucking nerdy, amazing gift to get somebody. It's so cute. (laughs) That's an adorable gift. What a random thing. Like if I gave you a plaque, I feel like you'd be like, um... (laughs) I would be confused. What <laughs> is this? And then I would feel bad. Like, I would probably just put it somewhere. But then whenever mm-hmm. you came over, I'm like, do I have to put this out? So she can see that I like it. No, I would never get you a plaque. Um, cool. Which we can talk about in a different segment of my love of gift giving. Yeah. Um, so then the th- my kind of like third love of engraving kind of came from when I figured out you can get anything engraved mm. online. And then I was like... Not everybody is going to have the overwhelming visceral reaction to engraving that I do. Mm -hmm. But if I gave you something engraved, it automatically feels special. Yeah, I would would be very touched. It feels exciting, again, because of, like, the permanence of it. But I also think it's because of the, like, you have to personalize it if you are engraving something. Yes. You know? You can't just buy the old engraved knick-knack. I mean, you can, but it's not. You can, but also, like, first of all, you and I both have names that don't oft come up on things just, like, available. Never got a keychain. No, never Never got got those fun little fake license plates with your names on it. No, but honestly, like, probably a blessing. Yeah. Also, none of them ever have the accent on my name, which we all know I'm a real snob about. Yes. Um, which like, you know, proud of it. Spell my name right, you know? So when I found out that basically anything you can find online engraved. You know what else I just realized? What? That both of our names are gender neutral. <laughs> Quinn, we've had this discussion. I know, but I just remembered again. Many times. Mine, yours, and Sam's. Oh yeah. All three of us have gender neutral names. Mine probably the least, because Renee is Mostly only gender neutral, like, in France. Yeah, it is. A, like, you, you yeah. find far fewer male Renees in America. That's very true. Um, but yeah, we, we do all have gender neutral names, which I think is very <laughs> good for us. Good. good. I mean, we, didn't we pick them, but... had no say. But you know what? People can change their names, and we chose not to. So yeah, there's so that. There is that. Um, also, people often think that you're a boy <laughs> when they yeah, read your name, or true. that your last name is your first name. <laughs> um, Whatever. Nothing wrong with being a boy. <laughs> It's honestly so true. Gender is a construct. (laughs) Um, So I think I got very excited when I found out that I could get people things that were engraved that just like made a gift a little bit more special. So thoughtful. Oh my God. Thank you. (laughs) Like, I know that that sounded like a humble brag, but it honestly like really opened up a whole new world. I was like, this boring thing you want, just you wait. (laughs) Um, I have since gotten somebody engraved, um... What's it called? Wine opener. Oh, nice. Um, I got my friend when she graduated, one of my coworkers when she graduated, I got her an engraved keychain with the nickname that I have for her on it. I've gotten my boyfriend a engraved bottle opener Mm. because he had been saying for a long time that he wanted a bottle opener. And I was like, you know what? Because we don't really do like Valentine's Day gifts because it's like stupid. I was like, that's like a small 
literally $5 thing. Like, yeah. that's not hard. But I got it engraved, and it says, can I have a sip? Because every time he opens a beer, I take a sip, even though I hate beer. Um, <laughs> I do like that you're always hopeful that there is a I beer really that you do. will like. And I do go into it with an open mind. You do. But I have yet to find my Prince Charming. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's I've ever I've kissed happen. a lot of rocks. You really have. <laughs> a lot of beers. Um, <laughs> and so I think it adds, like, a fun, special thing because... You can use, like, inside jokes. You can mm-hmm. use their name. It can be a specific date. And there are ways to make a maybe ordinary object a little more extraordinary. Personalized. Which I like. It's personalized. Again, I think, like, the permanence of it for some reason is also very attractive to me. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, here's this thing. I still have that trophy. There's still an idea that, like, that is something that will outlast you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something along those lines are, like, something that you can show to your kids later. Like, it won't fade. Yeah. Like, it will It will stay, and then you will, You have, like, proof. It's, like, permanent. It's, it's concrete, which I enjoy. Um, but it also, I think the personalization makes it really fun, too, of, like, not only did I think of you for this thing, but also, like, when you look at it. You'll always remember, like, that fun little thing I wrote or, like, the occasion that it was for because it has, like, the date on it. This is just a tiny little shout out that there's an engraved bracelet on Etsy that I really want. (laughs) Um, I don't want to get it for myself because, like, what would I engrave it with? That's Mm -hmm. weird. Um, I've never bought anything engraved for myself. you're just putting it out into the universe. Just putting it out into the universe in case anybody (laughs) needed that. For... Information. You know, information because someone's birthday may or may it not, may be, or coming may not up. be coming up. <laughs> um, I've been like very subtly hinting about it. Very subtle. To a very specific person for like a long time. So like, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if we get there. <laughs> the other fun thing about engraved things online is that it's a lot cheaper than you'd think. Yeah. Because it's not like actually that hard to do. I guess now, the, I mean, like back in the day, it was probably sure. much harder because it was more of like a skill, like a craft yeah. craftsman skill. But now you just get like a laser. Exactly. It's not challenging. And again, like it is a nice, it's like very marketable for people. Like it's a good investment if like you sell jewelry or you sell keychains, like get it. Maybe it'll be a little expensive, but like people will pay the extra money, Mm -hmm. like the extra $10 to get something engraved again, because it's personalized, because it's permanent, because it's fun. It's cute. Um, But that's, yeah, that's the cool thing about it too, is that the other person, it makes them feel special. You don't have to break the bank Mm -hmm. in order to do it. Okay. One of my biggest fucking pet peeves, and I'm glad that I saved it for this and not for a pet peeve segment because it's, like, so, so specific, (laughs) is when things say that they're engraved, like, on Etsy. Mm. And really, it's just, like, print. Oh, yeah. Printing in it. That that is annoying. mm. Not the same. (laughs) Like, don't lie to me. Don't, yeah. It's easy to tell. Like, it's okay for you to say it's personalized, it's printed. But don't slander the word in. Don't debase it and lower our standards. Or just give people the wrong idea. It's like, I bought a few things where I was like, oh, that's fun. And the other person has still liked it. But it's like, I know. <laughs> you know that it's not I know that that's deal. not what I wanted to get. I'm not going to fucking send it back because <laughs> these, like, artisans on Etsy are very cute and trying to make money. But, like... Right I have written a review. Oh. <laughs> I gave them five stars. Okay, good. Like, and I was like, it came out great. The quality is great. If you're looking for, like, a traditional engraved thing, this is not that. Right. It, like, came out really... I, like, said it very nicely, but, like, I want the person to know. Yeah, that it's not actually If you're buying engraved, something yeah. that... And you can usually tell from pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I thought it was important that they know. We also know that I love to give a review because yes. I love just giving five stars. <laughs> I've never given <laughs> which is so nice. Fewer than so fewer. <laughs> I mean, my thought process is. I think I maybe have said this before uh-huh. on the pod, but you know, I'll say it again. My thought process is: there's enough negativity on the internet. Very there are true. enough people saying bad things. If I had a bad experience with somebody, I'm sure somebody else has already reviewed that. Mm. So I'll go out of my way to give good reviews. Yeah, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to give a bad review. <laughs> Bless you. Like maybe four stars if like something egregious happened. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, like I don't think I've ever given four stars on Uber or Lyft. I don't think I have you. Uh, well, that's not true. I have when somebody was driving like very unsafely. Sure, but th- but that is like helpful and necessary. But yeah. I wouldn't be like oh. Like it took right. a little it's longer, like, mm, or like, oh, there they didn't talk as like, right. no, yeah, who cares? It's like if you're driving for Lyft or Uber, you need that money. I'm not gonna lower your fucking stars, you know, like, don't be a fucking dick. Yeah, still on my way to becoming a Yelp verified reviewer. Um, <laughs> yes, can I ask a question? Oh my God, please. So we love engraved things. Love. How do we feel about embossed things? Love. Okay, same oh, it's love. A very similar, what a great question. <laughs> it's a very similar. Like, it's the same thing, but on fabric. Because, it's basically engraved right, yeah, fabric. Or like, you can emboss paper. Right. Leather. Right. It's like not metal. Yeah, not But metal. it's the same version. It's the same sentiment of like yes. personalization. Mm-hmm. No, wood can be engraved. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, I thought you were saying. Oh, yeah. Like, but like an embossed um, invitation. Oh, we love that. We love the textural difference. I think it's also just that you're a very tactile person. That, you know what's so funny? I don't think I've ever said that about myself. No, it's true. But though. many people have said it to me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's interesting that that's something that you have just been like what a very specific I don't thing think to it's know just, about I don't me. think it's that you like to touch things more than other people. I think it's just that you get very excited mm-hmm. when something is nice to touch. It's honestly so true. And I can you can see it. Yeah. Like you can tell when something's <laughs> nice to touch. Yes. And you're like, mm. One time my grandparents got us embossers for our, like, birthday or something with our initials. It was very cool. I'm so sorry. The embosser was embossed? With no, emotions. I mean, like, it was a little thing where you could that you could use to emboss paper or something, like, uh, station or whatever, and it had our initials on it, so you could so just, cute. like, squeeze it or whatever. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, I think that also might be similar to my love of label makers, mm. but that... Adjacent. It's adjacent, but not the same. I mean, that's what adjacent means. <laughs> That was stupid. Okay. <laughs> we know what it is. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so I think that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I always wanted to get, like, a theater letterman jacket. Oh, I yeah. I always thought that'd be super funny. It would be funny. Um, but no, I love things that are, like, embroidered, mm. embossed. Mm-hmm. Any of those things where it's, like, a permanent, like, personalization. Like, not everybody can get it. Yes. It's like, you don't, nobody has that keychain anymore. Like, because there's I nothing else like it specifically for you. That's part of why I like knitting too. It's because you mm. make something that is like completely unique. Yeah, it's like it like I like be it because it's functional, it's practical, it's simple usually, mm-hmm. and it you know fits in. It doesn't like it doesn't need to stand out, but it's still like giving a gift that's knitted is like you know you're giving someone like a one of a kind. Yeah, it's a fun item feeling. I think the other thing that's interesting that you just mentioned was it's um, practical. Do you say practical? yeah? Practical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like. I consider gift giving in like two separate categories. Again, mm. we will have an episode about this. But um, frivolous gifts and useful gifts. Mm. I hate useful gifts. <laughs> like yes. I can buy my own socks. <laughs> like I want something from you because you know me. Right. And it's like a you fun went out thing. of your way to exactly. find something unique. Right. 
That is not true of most people. Yeah, it's, not most yeah. people, but a lot of people. And it's I think true of me. I, I like. It's not like I will I be know. ungrateful if I get something frivolous, but it's you know. Yeah, like uh, my boyfriend. I've came to realize after giving many a frivolous gift <laughs> that he preferred a useful gift. Ah. And the fun thing about useful things is that you can make it frivolous by getting them engraved. <laughs> <laughs> You found your little cheeky cheeky. I did, I did. I found a loophole. You found your little way in. It's like, oh, you wanted a hammer? <laughs> Just you fucking wait. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. So that's another fun thing is it makes like everyday objects mm. more exciting. Very true. Yeah. I love it. Well, you worried about filling the time. That was 25 minutes. I know. Right? I really, we fucking got that. You underestimated Also etched things. <laughs> like etched glass is the same. It's all the same. Right, we talked about your etched discs uh, for Pointless. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. Yeah, a good etching is nice. Who doesn't love an etched thing? Yeah. I used to etch my parents' furniture for them. Oh, I'm sorry. Meaning what? I would take a pen and just draw on the furniture oh. as a child. <laughs> but I like to think of it as increasing the sentimental value of the furniture <laughs> and decreasing <laughs> its actual the monetary value. <laughs> The actual sentiment. Well, you know what? It worked because my moms were mad at me about that for a long time and would make fun of me because I did it. But now my mom says that it makes her feel happy whenever she finds See? a little flower that I etched oh, into some chair or whatever. <laughs> so I have sufficiently brainwashed her. <sighs> oh, parents. Um, I think I think that might be everything. Okay, that was uh, so you know. That was so delightful Thank to you. hear about all things embossed. Engraved. And most importantly, engraved. Most importantly, engraved. I just love it so much. Like, for our anniversary, my boyfriend got me an engraved frame. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I bet you liked that. I loved it. (laughs) With also a picture in it. It wasn't just the frame. Hey, that's good. Oh, one time. Oh, this is a funny story. We might have to cut this out because if my mom hears it, maybe she'll feel bad. I like a straight up. Did not know what to get my mom for Christmas. I have a very clear memory. I was actually in Illinois visiting my boyfriend, but I was coming home for the holiday to San Francisco, and we were, like, at a Target where he was getting gifts for his family, and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I should get something for my parents. <laughs> and I found I got my mom a picture frame. I think you told me I gave this. her an empty picture frame, but what I said was, like, oh, no. well, because they had just gotten married, like, the previous oh. month, I was like, well, maybe you could put, like, a wedding photo in it or whatever. Like, I didn't have a wedding, sure. right? So, but I was like, maybe you could do that, and she cried. She loved it. <laughs> See, but that's the thing about kids. You can make them. And it's surprising, right? Yeah. It's like you, you you can even surprise yourself with the quality of it's a gift. Very true. <laughs> Which is what often happens to me. Because I like I just feel like whereas you have a natural gift for it, I often feel like I just am winging it. Like, I don't know, this seems nice. And so it's always it's always good when that pays you off. You have me very nice gifts. Okay. Very thoughtful, nice gifts. Good. Likewise. I mean, obviously. Yeah. But I think the other thing about gifts is like, ugh. You know what? I'm going to save it. Okay. Because <laughs> now I'm realizing I have a lot of fodder for that Okay, episode. yeah, we'll save it. We'll save it for that next step. Should we move okay, on great. to a segment? Yeah, I think you bringing up Pointless is a good segue. Yeah, so this is going to be a new segment that we haven't done yet. A new yeah. segment for this season, for the show. <laughs> like all of our segments. <laughs> we do repeat segments a lot. That's true. So, um, so this, this is a new segment where we touch base on a previous... Uh, episodes obsession to see if there are any relevant updates. Yeah, yeah. From so specifically from season one. Yes. Because um, if it was from this season, we could just go back and edit the episode. Yeah, no. This is this is from season one. The episodes are already out. They're done. But we some you things, loved them. You loved them. Obviously, not all of you have left us a review, but that's fine. Mm. You still can. 
you can give us that gift. Or just buy us a plaque. Or just buy... <laughs> With five stars on it. <laughs> then we won't need... Fewer them. than five stars? No, thank you. <laughs> give it back. I, I care not for Add it. Add another star on there. I, I don't need criticism via plaque. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so we're going to we're gonna check in on some past obsessions. Great. Um, and do you want to go first since we brought up um, sure, British sure. game shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously still loving the British game shows that I watch. However, as some of you may have remembered, Richard Osman was the co-host of Pointless, mm-hmm. the very fun game show that I love so much. My Pointless friend, Richard. My Pointless friend, Richard. Oh my God, Quinn. Like a steel trap, you this listened. one. I did. See, you're much better at remembering specific things than I am. We're all good at art. Our things. Um, is that I recently found, and it is a recent show, it's not like it has been hiding under my nose and I never mm-hmm. found it, but it's from like a year or two ago so like uh-huh. it's still recent but still like how did it take me so long like yeah YouTube what is your algorithm that it took me so long to fucking find this and it's called Richard Osman's House of Games what and it's a different British game show oh that he God. hosts solo wow that I am obsessed with you are utterly breathless <laughs> talking about this show I watch it every day <laughs> I shit you not every fucking day I'll give you just a quick synopsis. We're not doing a whole episode okay. on this, and then you can go. Okay. Essentially, the bonkers thing about this show is that he takes four British celebrities. Okay. I don't, and they're probably like B and C list celebrities, but some of them I'm like, oh, I know who you are. Yeah. Like, this is weird. James Acaster was one of them, uh-huh. who you love. Uh-huh. Um, and then they're on for five episodes. What? <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. I don't know how they get them to commit to them. Like, I know they probably record all of them in one day. Right. But that's still, like, that's still so much that's time. a lot. To ask from... A person. Just random celebrities? Like, why? whose agents were like, this is a good idea? <laughs> like, do they get paid to be on it? Who knows? But anyway, it's called House of Games because every episode they play, like, five different games. And then you get points. And like, then you get points towards the week. What kinds of games? Like, um... What's the easiest one to explain? One of them is just like, they ask a question backwards and then you have to give the answer backwards. And they play it for like four rounds. And then they play a different game for like four or five rounds. I see. And you get points. And then at the end, if you won that day, you get points towards the week. And then whoever wins the week wins a trophy. Trying to crack me. And that's it. But every day, you can also win a a prize. But you're really going for the trophy at the end. Of course, because it's a British game show. They win no money. (laughs) Um, It's also very funny because there's no studio audience. So the people clapping and laughing are just like the crew. That's very very funny. But I like that a lot. And you can tell in the second season that they ask them to like clap more. Just like after every answer, there's like some weird clapping. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I love it. Good for you, Richard Osman. Way to break out on your own. House of Games. House of Games. Highly recommend. It's okay. all on YouTube. So my update is from our, our very first episode. <gasps> where we talked, in case you forgot or haven't listened to it, please go back Somehow. and check it out. But we talked about the movie Practical Magic, the seminal 1998 <laughs> film starring Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. I think that's still one of my favorite episodes. It's a solid, solid app. It's a solid app. Anyway, but what I found out was shortly after they recorded, we recorded that episode, we found out that actually HBO Max is making a Practical Magic sequel se- prequel series of of Practical Magic. So, but with this... <laughs> <laughs> Please repeat that it's I'm sorry. Practical Magic. It's, it's, okay. 
<laughs> HBO Max, which is a uh, uh, oh my a- god, <laughs> HBO Max, which I believe is their like is new that? streaming platform. Wait, shut the fuck up. What? Yeah, but they're producing stuff like just for streaming. No, I understand. But do you have to pay for that separately than HBO Go? I don't know. All of these fucking streaming services. When we do our episode about things we obsessively hate, all the new streaming will be services. about streaming services. Um, it's an upcoming subscription video on demand. Literally, service. shoot yourself, HBO. What it's the very, fuck? Yeah, it's okay. super annoying. Anyway, but they're producing a prequel series that will not focus on the Nicole Kidman, uh, Sandra Bullock characters, but on the Ants characters. Who you love who I love, played yeah. by Stockard Channing and Diane Weist in the movie. But they're going to do a prequel series about the Ants when they were young in like the sixties. So not the same actors. No. Younger, like... I mean, maybe they'll make appearances. Okay, okay. But um, as far as I... No other details have been released. (laughs) Yeah, that was one of those weird things where we recorded the episode, and then, like, two days later I saw it, and it was like, we summoned it. I know, it is. We 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 made this happen. It really felt like we manifested it. No, it's it's not going to take place in in some, like, small town Massachusetts, America. It's going to take place in 1960s New York City, which will be very fun. (gasps) That'll be super fun. Also, did you just say we manifested it? Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I know that's very like we have turned you into Angelinos. Um, Are you gonna watch it? Absolutely, I will. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll I mean, I'll watch. I'll see. I'll see what the casting announcements are. I'll see what the promos look like. Yeah. So the show's called Rules. I think it's based on the book, based on the novels, Rules of Magic, and that's going to be the name of the new show. There was a book. Yeah, that's what the movie was based on. What we we did we did we. Ugh, see, not still trap. Yeah, but it's like, but I'm not obsessed with, I'm not obsessed with the book. I was that's true, that's true, that's movie, true. So we really didn't dwell on it. Okay. Um, well, that's exciting. I'm very, I was very excited when I saw that. Um, Me too. I, I know that I want to update on the finance apps, mm. but only once I like can finally cash out of Ibotta. So like maybe like 20 years from now. <laughs> okay, that's a good tease though for the it's end of the It's a good app. little tease. Keep listening if you want to hear yeah, about yeah, Renee's yeah. exciting finance apps update. It's true. I also switched banks, which was a whole thing. Oh. It's very exciting. Um, I think like just a fun season one update is that I have seen the ways in which us sharing our obsessions mm-hmm have impacted our friendship. Yes. Which is very exciting. Very exciting. It's almost like the 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 hypothesis was that it will bring you closer. And I think it And has. we now have evidence. Like we the didn't other even day. Think it was possible. We did I mean we fucking did not. because <laughs> um, the other day you like texted me all about football, asked me all of these questions, and I literally screenshotted it, <laughs> gasped, and then I don't think I even responded because I didn't you even did. really know what to say. <laughs> And I thought I was like dreaming and it was like a very specific question about all of these things that had happened in football that weekend. And I was like, what is Because <laughs> they were talking about it on the radio and I was like, oh, I should ask Renee about this. See, adorable. And then the other day I was talking to somebody about crossovers and I texted you and I was like, did mother she run over to a crossover with Magnum P.I.? And immediately you texted me <laughs> yeah. like, mm, yes. yes. Oh, you know it did. Oh, and not just know. that, it crossed over with a lot of other stuff too. I love, maybe, uh this I cannot fill a full episode with, but am obsessed with crossovers. <laughs> I think it's my obsession with TV. Like when those worlds cross, it's like it, what you said. You said Magnum PI. Yeah, right? that's what you said. Yeah, that's what it did a crossover yeah, yeah, yeah. with. I mean, I looked it up afterwards, but I mean, I knew you were right. But then I wanted more details on how the fuck that happened. Yes. Um, I think it was mostly because I, for many I think years, they were on the same network. Well, yeah. That's why crossovers happen. No, I understand. Okay. Like when they used to do that on Nickelodeon and then right. they also would change the style of drawing so that the people crossing, like 
I was astounded. <laughs> wow! Blowing my mind love it. of what the possibilities are. I remember when I first watched, like, either, I think it was Bedknobs and Broomsticks, but it might have been Mary Poppin, Poppins, but those were both movies where they did, like, live-action animation oh, crossovers. crazy. And I was like, <laughs> my little brain was like, nah. You were like, this I did not even know was an option. I, but I loved it. Yeah. Um, I only brought that up because... As we know, I watch a lot of trashy television. Yes. I am currently up to date on the Hawaii Five-O reboot. Um, <laughs> it's just the trashiest show. And, oh, it's oh, it's so bad <laughs> and so good. <laughs> if you're just like a little tipsy, oh, there's nothing it, better. Okay, there's literally nothing better. Good to know. But recently, they rebooted Magnum PI oh, on the same right. network, and my first thought was like, it'd be interesting if they did a crossover because they're both in Hawaii, right? And they're on the same network. I was like. The possibilities are truly endless. endless yeah. And then, a few fucking months ago, they put them back-to-back on CBS on Friday nights. And I was like, are you <laughs> kidding me? Just do a crossover! And then, two weeks ago, they did a crossover. Oh, was it good? It was so good. Okay. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad that wish was it finally really fulfilled. fulfilled. all of my dreams. And also, I was like, all right, CBS... You're fucking welcome. (laughs) I have speaking of manifesting things, I have talked to so many people (laughs) about the need for a Hawaii Five O Magnum PI crossover, and it finally happened. Hooray! You're welcome. I'm really happy for you. I think I'm the only one who watched it. (laughs) Me and my boyfriend. (laughs) There you go. He's a good sport. Oh no, he watches Hawaii Five O too. We watch it together. Okay. Because it's trashy and terrible. You're made for each other. (laughs) Yeah, it's truly astounding how much TV we watch together. Watch some more TV with your loved ones. It's honestly, it's it's lovely. It's a fun activity. It really is. Um, all right. Any other updates or no? I think that's good for now. That's we did it. Until next time. Until next time. Signing off. We bid you adieu. Until our next obsession. has been your next obsession locally produced in a very hot apartment in los angeles we're your hosts quinn and renee special thanks to Jono for our music dean for our graphics and quinn for editing you're welcome let us know what you thought of this episode by leaving a comment and don't forget to subscribe for more information on us and the show search your next obsession podcast on all the social medias and or send an email to your next obsession podcast at gmail.com thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening we're adorable we're so cute <laughs>